With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's Come on. It's left in me. Come on. Right now. Oh, right now. The Lord is blessing me right now, oh, right now. He woke me up this morning, he woke me up this morning, started me on my way. The Lord, the Lord is blessing me right now, oh, right now. The Lord is blessing the Lord is left in me right now, oh, right now. Come on, come on. Oh, the Lord is left in me right now, oh, right now. He woke me up this morning and started me on my way. The Lord, the Lord, is blessing me right now. Oh, right now. He woke me up this morning. He woke me up this morning. Come on. I'm so in my right mind. He didn't let me sleep. He didn't let me sleep too late. But he woke me. He woke me, woke me, woke me right on time.
Hallelujah. 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 Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, our scripture text today comes from the book of Mark. The book of Mark, the gospel of Mark, chapter 4, starting at the 35th verse. The gospel of Mark, chapter 4, starting at the 35th verse. When you have it, say amen. If you still need a moment, say I need a moment. That's right. That's the gospel of Mark. Mark, Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke. If you see Luke, you went too far. See, Matthew, just keep trolling until you get to Mark. It's real short. It's real short. Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, starting at the 35th verse. As it is our custom, we stand in, if you can, if you're able, if you're able, if you're able to stand in reverence to the word of God. Not for me, not for me, but in reverence to the word of God. If you're able to stand, please stand in reverence to the word of God. Again, that's the gospel of Mark chapter 4, starting at the 35th verse, starting at the 35th verse. And it reads, And the same day, when the even was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into ship, into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind. And he said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? The word of God is already blessed. Let us pray. Father God, we come, Lord, this morning to say thank you. Lord God, we just thank you for another, another Sunday. God, we thank you for another first Sunday. God, we thank you for another opportunity to come into this place that you have given us to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. Now, God, we ask that you would inhabit the praises of your people on today. Move by your spirit in this place, God. Touch everybody in this room, God. Touch everybody that they're connected to today, God. Give us, God, if it be in your will, the desires of your heart, and we will be careful, God, to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. Now, God, have your way today, God. Touch these that have come out today, God. Show yourself mighty in this place today, God. Do what you do, God, in this place. We bless your name. Hallelujah, Jesus. We pray this prayer now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Every church, every heart member say amen. Oh, come on. If you believe it in your heart, say amen. If you know he woke you up this morning, say amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs>
Let's say Jesus this morning, huh? Be in here. Yes, sir.
Welcome once again to this, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. We are so excited to have you here today. We want to acknowledge our visitors, those who are visiting with us this morning. If you would be just so kind to either stand or raise your hand so we might acknowledge you this morning. Praise the Lord for your presence. Praise the Lord for your presence and your presence this morning. We are so excited for your presence. Ordinarily, we would come and we'd walk around and we'd grab and grip and grin and hug you, but we're still practicing social distance, so we just ask you accept this virtual hug from us this morning as we greet you with Jesus' joy. Amen. Amen. I got a few announcements that I want to make, and we will continue with worship this morning. Uh, we are going to be praying certainly for members of our music ministry team who are under the weather, uh, have had mouth uh, uh, dentistry done and can't sing and whatnot, but, but the Lord will make a way somehow. Amen. Oh, come on. Can I get some help here? Come on, come on, come on, come. The Lord will make a way somehow. So we want to make mention that next month, June is the month. Second Sunday in June is the month for our 20th and 20th church anniversary amen 120 years of ministry here at ebenezer missionary baptist church and we are so excited we're going to have a wonderful morning worship and we're going to have a beautiful beautiful uh concert in that afternoon and the hope is if everything goes as planned we're praying we're praying that we will have a grand reopening now just put it out there a grand reopening of our dining room so we're praying we're praying we're praying i ain't guaranteeing i'm not guaranteeing but i'm we're praying that everything will be most of the things will be ready uh the second sunday of june uh, so we are praying for that also next sunday is mother's day you know fathers got a love hate relationship with this one right we got to love hate because we know we love our mamas. Ain't no question about that. We love those who are mamas to our kids. We love, but you know how y'all go all out for mama. So that's why brothers got to love hate. But we, but we ain't going to throw no shade. We're going to celebrate y'all next Sunday. The brothers, the men, the Ebenezer have a special presentation to give to not only the mothers, but all the women uh, who will be here next Sunday. We have a special presentation, and we're going to give it out until it runs out. So if you ain't here on time, shame on you. Shame on you. But the brothers got together, and we have something beautiful that we want to present to all women on next Sunday as we celebrate motherhood and women of our church. Amen? Amen. also want to just... Give a, uh, uh, Minister King was around here. I'll come back as soon as I see him. Uh, we want to just say thanks to all of you who came out to support the Lee family on Friday on the homegoing services for Sister Grace Lee. Your support was noted and appreciated. Also, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to the five or six people who were here this morning for prayer. Amen. Powerful. There's power in prayer, y'all. We're trying to do some things. We're trying to do some things, and we can't do it with our intellect. We can't do it with our resources. We have to do it with prayer. And so when God's word says two or three are gathered, what would it look like if it's a hundred gathered in his name? 
So we're only asking the first Sunday of every month that you would come down for corporate prayer uh, at 9 o'clock. So uh, we were excited. We had a great prayer time this morning, and we thank you for your presence. Also, uh, we want to make mention that Minister King has been working on us launching in the month of June a men's ministry group here at Ebenezer. Now, get this. It ain't just for the men of Ebenezer. It's going to be for the men of this community and beyond. We're going to get together. We're going to get together, and we're going to be able to have some real honest, uh, uh, raw conversations and, and have an opportunity to support one another. Come on now. If you got gray hair, you got some wisdom to impart. If you got no hair, you got some wisdom to impart. And we want to be able to, if you got no teeth, you got some wisdom to impart. And so we want to get together because we believe that when men come together in God's house, there can, great things can happen. Amen? Amen. And so we're looking forward to that. And you'll hear more about that coming soon. Also, for those of you who have been joining us for our Wednesday Bible study, we've been talking a lot about evangelism evangelism, having a strategy to going out and reaching the unchurched. Ebenezer's not interested in sheep stealing. We're interested in reaching the unchurched. And so we have been talking, and what we asked you to do uh, in one of the Bible studies is to put together what we're calling a Frank list. Frank, F-R-A-N-C. Frank stands for, it's an acronym that means friends, relatives, acquaintances, neighbors, and coworkers. And we're just asking you to put together of just three to five people that you will intentionally pray, pray that God will direct you how to reach out to them. That's all we want you to do right now is put together folks that you know that are unchurched. Start with your family that you know ain't in nobody's church. We want to put that together, and we're going to be praying, and we're going to be doing some other things uh, to reach the unchurched for Christ. Amen. Also, May 21st, I need five to ten people to join me at Morningstar Missionary Baptist Church. I think it's going to start at 10 a.m. Uh, Pastor Barlow and Monumentals uh, Church, Pastor Lee, and a couple of other churches will be coming together, and we're going to be sitting uh, with one of the renowned uh, bishops uh, in Christendom who is going to be talking to us about evangelism and how we need to go out into the community to, again to reach the unchurched. A lot of times we say, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Well, we're going to do some tangible things in this training so that we can be comfortable in doing what? Sharing our faith. Because you know that is our responsibility, right? Oh, sheep beget sheep. Thank you, evangelist. Sheep beget sheep. And you got to be able, we got to be comfortable in sharing our story. Also, we want to say happy birthday to everybody born in the month of May. Where are May babies in the house? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for the May babies. Oh, well, oh, well. Praise the Lord for the May babies, May babies. And then our, our last announcement. Uh, uh, we want to say, uh, want to say thank you to Liberty Baptist Church. Pastor Hunt called me yesterday uh, when we were down in the area on yesterday and said, "Hey, Rev, we 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 got a whole lot of bread left over from uh, what was delivered to them on yesterday." Said, "Hey, 
we got so much we want to share with Ebenezer because he said, I'm giving every member that come to my church a box of fresh wheat bread. And so we got about 20 some odd cases of fresh wheat bread for free. This ain't, you know, uh, old, stale, uh, you know, this is fresh wheat bread. So everybody that came here is out in the North X. When you leave, get you a box or a couple of loads or whatever you want to take. If you know somebody that can use it, take it. We do not want to keep one box, one loaf of bread here. Amen. Y'all, y'all see those prices in the stores. Amen. Oh, oh, oh. I guess y'all don't go shopping. If you can save a little here, save a little there. Praise the Lord. So we want to thank Liberty Baptist Church for thinking of Ebenezer. Amen. Amen. And for Pastor Hunt and his generosity. Let's continue with worship. Oh, one other thing. When Minister King comes, he's going to, when he does the offering, let me put this out. Uh, God has blessed us to be able to do some things, accomplish some things. You all know about the grant that we're trying to redo our building. Y'all know what's going on with that. Y'all know about the heating and the air going into this building. Almost done. But one of the biggest things you all said to us was, we got to do something about our parking lot. Because it really is a modern day minefield. There's so many holes over there. We don't know what's underground. Well, we have been getting some wonderful quotes that seem doable. But Ebenezer, we can't do it without you. Now, let now understand this. We ain't, there's a big ask that is coming. We're not going to take from it. Letting you know, if you want to cut this off for the, on the film, you can do that. I'm not going to get into details. But we're not going to take all from the resources God has blessed us with. Can I get some help here? We're going to get together with our trustees. We, we have some, some thoughts that we're going to share, but we're going to come to you because somebody said, one of the, one of the uh, deacon emeritus told me, he said, Pastor, just ask. That's what he said to me, ask. So there's a big ask that's coming because the goal, the hope, the prayer is by this summer, that parking lot across the street will be redone. If you ain't clapping, I'm getting nervous. I'm getting nervous. So there's a big ask that's coming. And I don't believe in asking without first being the leader and offering my sacrifice as well. So it, you'll be finding out more as soon as we get together with the trustees and we come up with some stuff. But we have to be prudent and can't take away from the resources that we have put up. We got to do what we got to do to do this right now. And time is of the essence because with these oil prices, y'all know what's going on. Thank you.
about what we were or what not I'm not gonna say what we are attempting to do what we are going to do what we are going to do uh, in the very very near future I uh, I uh, yeah yeah I wanted to reiterate that look it is that time of the service is that time of the service that we have set aside that everybody can participate in for worship it is giving time. It is giving time. Giving time is giving time. Look at your neighbor and say, it's giving time. It's giving time. It's giving time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look, if you are in the building, if you are in the building, if you're in the building, there are five ways you can give. Those of you in the building can follow the directions of the ushers. You can follow the directions of the ushers. For those of you who are sitting at home online, you can go to the give you can go to EbenezerBronzeville.org, EbenezerBronzeville.org. Hit that Give Now button at EbenezerBronzeville.org. For those of you who want to text to give, that phone number is 312-779-0146. Again, if you want to text to give, that number is 312-779-0146. And if you want to use QuickPay or Zelle, that number is 773-960-9028. For those of you watching at home, that information is on your screen. Now, if you are in person and I said all of that information too fast, just raise your hand and one of our ushers will give you a card with all of that exact same information with phone numbers so, so that you can text to give or you can use uh, quick pay. Amen. Let us pray for the offering. Father God, we thank you again, God, just for being who you are. God, we are grateful, God, that you have continued, even despite everything going on in the world, that you have continued to show favor towards Ebenezer. God, we are grateful today. Lord God, we ask that you would bless these gifts, that you would bless the giver, that you would even bless those, God, who had a mindset to give but did not have the resource to give. 
God, we ask right now, God, that you would take those gifts and that you would multiply them even 100-fold so that we could continue to do the work not only in this area, God, but anywhere that you would send us. We pray now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Sunday school with that card. Well, our partners that are all across this country, uh, you can screenshot it and you can use that. We thank God for your stewardship. Amen. Amen. It's prayer time. It's prayer time in the house. We have, uh, we have uh, a lot of names on our list that we would like to lift in prayer today. We are lifting in prayer Laney and Lenore Elms. Continuing 
to pray for Lindsay Mayfield, Crystal Davis, Marguerite Jones, the mother of Reginald Jones, Doris Robinson, the cousin of Beverly Stinson, we're praying for her traveling mercies. Deacon Chester Coleman, Elise and Willie Grant, Alfred Moore, continue to lift up our brother beloved Kenneth Sexton, son of Vivian Peak, Al, and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, Reverend Mary Grant, who was at Grace Lee's homegoing, was here. Continue to pray for Reverend Mary Grant. Praying for Sarah Phillips and Mary Alexander, Rosa Conway, Gladys Evans, Patricia Hatcher, Janice Carr, Reverend James Thompson. We're praying for Mary Horton and Albert Cheney, son of Aretha Cheney. Praying for Sabrina Cheney, daughter of Aretha Cheney, Angela Williams, daughter of Patricia Hatcher. Glorine Driver, friend of Gail and Juanita Cooper. David Pearson, Anna Pearson. Celebrating the birthday of David Pearson today. Parents of Dr. Pamela Pearson, six-year-old Michael Jones Jr. Friend of Dorothy Gibson and family, praying for Stanley Stovall. Praying for Mary Dumas, the aunt of Natalie Dumas. Praying for Betty Smith. We're praying for our nephew, nephew of my my nephew, my brother and I, brother's nephew, Andre Brumfield. He's in a hospital in Orlando, Orlando, Florida. Praying for his three little kids, three five and eleven praying for his beloved wife who is by his bedside right now praying for god to grant a miracle that he will open his eyes let us go to god eternal god our father we come before you knowing that you are the author and the finisher of our faith God, we come before you because we recognize we don't have any other place to go. And so, God, we ask right now that you would see about us in our circumstances right now in the name of Jesus, God, because there's somebody in this room that knows you as a healer. Somebody knows you as a way maker. Somebody knows you as one who can be a bridge over troubled water. Somebody knows you as a miracle worker. So in the name of Jesus right now, God, we ask that you will touch, that you would heal, and that you would restore, oh God. We, we know what the doctors say. We know what the world will say, God, but... With you all things are possible. God, we lift up. We lift up. We lift up our church right now, God. God, we lift up this faith community. Praying, oh God, that you will continue to open doors for us. To make ways for us. That you would grant us favor, oh God, in high places. 
God, we ask right now that you would bless the ministries of our church, God. God, that these ministries will touch those of your people, oh God, who stand in need of God, of support. Right now in the name of Jesus. God, lift up my seniors today, God. I lift up our seniors right now in the name of Jesus. God, have mercy upon them right now. God, have mercy. We remember, oh God, the people of Ukraine right now, oh God. Asking God that you would have mercy, oh God. Have mercy, oh God, right now. God, for those people right now in this room who are sitting in a difficult state. We speak peace to that situation. We speak peace to that circumstance. Knowing that if we hold on and hold out, oh God, revelation will come. Have mercy, oh God. We lift now this prayer upon the wings of the morning. Place it before thy feet. To the all-wise God, we pray and for his sake we pray. And all of God's people say, Amen. Hallelujah. 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 can shift the atmosphere, can change the circumstances. I'm glad this morning I'm preaching to a a, a friendly crowd because they've had some experience with the Lord Jesus Christ. That even when you go through the valley of the shadow of death, he has said that he will be with you. Thank you. 
hallelujah in this place. I'm going to go ahead and, and preach or attempt to preach this morning. Reading once again from Mark, the fourth chapter, the 35th verse through the 41st verse. You can remain seated in his presence. On that day when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat just as he was. And other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose and the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filled. But he was in the stern asleep on the cushion and they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, peace be still. And the wind ceased. And there was great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you no have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. The word of God for the people of God. I want to want to speak from the subject sudden storms sudden storms sudden storms and full disclosure this has been a difficult week for me and my family because our nephew who's 35 years old saved active in his church was flying down to Orlando, Florida with his wife for a church conference and uh, fell ill in the hospital due to a brain aneurysm. This is a nephew, my eldest sister, baby boy. Great father, awesome husband. And this happens, and so this, for us, is a sudden storm. went through the surgeries and came out the surgeries but has not yet awakened. Sudden storm. We think about Antioch. Sudden storm. Their main sanctuary burned to the ground. And as Sister Stenson said in prayer this morning, it could have been us. 
sudden storms. Some of us right now sitting in this moment, sitting in this moment, got some stuff going on in our lives. You didn't see this coming. Sudden storm. And so we are drawn to Mark, uh, the fourth chapter. And I won't be belong before you long. But I hope that this word will encourage somebody this day, that it will edify the body of Christ. Storms, thank you musicians, often roll suddenly on the lake called the Sea of Galilee. These fishermen had usually stayed closer to Capernaum and are unprepared for a squall this far from the shore. The only place Ebenezer one could sleep in a small fishing boat with water pouring in from a storm would be on the elevated stern. That's the pointy part. Y'all know I know my ships, right? Where one could use the wooden or leather-covered helmsman's seat or pillow kept under the seat as a cushion for one's head. And as we read this story, we can almost feel Feel the grip of fear the disciples were feeling as this storm arose suddenly upon them. And the intensity of it was increasing. There was genuine fear for their lives as they expected at any moment that the wind and the waves would capsize their boat and they would drown. And for those of you who grew up on the south side of Chicago like me, who didn't know how to swim, we can understand what it feels like to be scared in some water. Okay, I'm the only one that didn't know how to swim. Yet, as we look at this pericope, there are a few things I want to share this morning that I hope will bless your hearts. First, we need to understand that they were in the will of God. Now, when I say that, it's important to know what the will of God is. The will of God is when you are in the right place at the right time and full obedience to God's plan and purpose for your life. Now, I know the next question you may have is, you, uh, how do we know this? Well, Mark 4 and 35 says, on that day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. You see, a powerful, powerful day of ministry had transpired. Ministry, transformational ministry had taken place. As Jesus taught the people, word got around without the assistance of social media of any kind. And the crowd grew and grew and grew to the point that Jesus had to get into the boat to provide some separation between him and the people. And though he was separated, he still 
preached and taught via parables. For Mark 4 says, and again, he began to teach by the sea. And a great multitude was gathered to him so that he got into the boat and sat in it on the sea. And the whole multitude was on the land facing the sea. You see, he went on to share with the people the parables he had on his heart. Jesus told the disciple, now it was time to go across to the other side. And when we look at that scripture, it appears they didn't even take time to go ashore and get some things to eat. But he knew more miracles are on the other side to share and experience. And so they were obedient. And they got into the boat. And as I read this story, the thought jumped out to me that that might minister you ministers to some of you today. And that is this. The storm wasn't their fault. The storm wasn't their fault. This was not a crew of Jonah's who were running the opposite way of the call of God on their lives, but they responded with immediate obedience when the Lord said, let us go across to the other side. You know, so often we find ourselves going through sudden storms or unannounced storms in our lives, and our first thought can be to look at what we did to deserve something. Such a storm. But the storm wasn't their fault. As I said, it's been a week since our family members received the call that my young nephew was seriously ill. And although he is still with us, there have been many ups and many downs. And there is definite concern along the way. And I don't want to get into the situation too much as we are still going through it as a family, but many of you too have gone through some tremendous turbulence in your own lives. Some of you might even be there right now. Yet, be careful that you don't allow the enemy of your soul to convince you that since you're going through something, you didn't plan or didn't anticipate that God has forgotten about you. Or worse yet, that God is somehow punishing you. Here were these disciples doing exactly what Jesus told them to do. They were smack dab in the middle of the will of God, but they didn't anticipate that they would be going through this powerful storm. Not only were they in the will of God, not only were they in the will of God, but we also see that Jesus was in the same boat. Some of y'all get that on the way home. I said Jesus was in the same boat. Do you hear what I'm saying? Jesus went through many of the physical things we go through, such as physical hunger and weariness and sadness and 
sorrow. And as we know from the events leading up to the cross, as well as being on the cross, he felt physical pain as well. Jesus was not insulated from the things that you and I go through to where he doesn't understand the difficulties that we face in our lives because Isaiah reminds us that he is despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted acquainted with our grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Hebrews 4 reminds us, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. You see, beloved, if you're here today going through a storm, then I would encourage you to remember that Jesus is in the same boat with you. Your heart, your heart can be filled with peace, the peace of God that passes understanding as you walk through not just one day at a time, not just one hour at a time, not just one minute at a time, but you are walking through one second at a time. Perhaps that husband or wife decided suddenly they were ready to move on to a relationship with someone else. You, you didn't see it coming, but I want to encourage you today to remember Jesus is in the boat with you. Perhaps you're wrestling with an illness that has swept over your life or or the life of a family member and all you could do was weep and pray to Almighty God. Remember, Jesus is in the boat with you. Remember, he cares, he sees, and he understands. One can't help but think of the plight of the Ukrainian people who have fled their country due to no fault of their own, but simply the power-hungry, ruthless, covetous dictator of another country who decided they weren't worthy of life. I have little doubt that many of them are looking for Jesus in the midst of this sudden storm. came upon them and wondering where Jesus is in all of this. Does he care? Does he hear the prayers? Some of them have even lost their lives. And while I can be counted with those who who can't understand the why of what they are going through, we as believers must pray that they remain strong in their faith, even if it means they walk through the valley of the shadow of death. One thing I have learned in life is that there are often many things that are beyond our ability to understand and explain. But my goal is that regardless of what takes place, to continue to remember that Jesus is available to call upon in our times of need. There is so much 
There's so much more to life than what we see around us. There is an eternity that awaits that will bring that final calming of our storms as long as we stay in the same boat as Jesus. This is not a day, beloved, to jump ship. This is not a day to abandon our blessed hope just because we may not be able to understand things. Not only were they in the will of God, not only was he in the same boat, but also, thanks be to God, the storm was calmed. Mark 4 and 39 says, and he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was great calm. As they looked for Jesus and found him, the words that came out of their mouths seemed to be bordering on indignant and disrespectful. Some have thought with these with the words and tones, it had to be Peter who asked the question, Teacher, don't you care that we are perishing? Jesus didn't take the time or opportunity to become offended. But he arose or woke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still." You see, Ebenezer, I have found in the years that God has given to me that the Lord is not afraid of the hard questions. Those times that we can't explain the why or the how or the when because he is still God all by himself. There's probably not one of us here today that hasn't gone through some kind of storm in our walk with the Lord that we thought had the possibility of overwhelming us, of overtaking us. As I look around today and see many of you who have gone through storms that weren't your fault, but were a reminder that as long as we live on this earth, we are dealing with storms where the only peace we can find is in Jesus the Christ. Even if we continue to go through storms, I don't believe God wants us to be filled with anxiety and fear from the things happening around us. We can be filled with a peace, a peace that passes all understanding as the Word of God tells us. As the Word tells us in Philippians, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, just in case you missed it, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing but in everything. By what prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart 
in your minds through Christ Jesus. For the storms we ride through, there is a Savior who goes with us. I'm through now. The storms around us may be raging, but he's available to calm the storm in us. I love that old song. Now it's considered an old song, but I love that old song by Andre Crouch. Through it all. Through it all. I've learned. Oh, I ain't got no witnesses up in here. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all. Through it all. I've learned to depend upon his word. Not only, not only, not only does this story relate to us as individuals, but I believe it also relates to us as the church universal worldwide. For every since Jesus returned to heaven and the church was born on that day of Pentecost as the Holy Spirit was outpoured, the church of Jesus Christ has gone through storm after storm after storm. Don't ever think that because we know Jesus that we're always going to be removed from the storm and difficulties of life. As a matter of fact, we may have to pay the ultimate price for our faith in God. I realize we may not want to hear it, but from the beginning of the church even through to now, and until Jesus comes again, there have been those who have given their lives for the sake of the gospel. So Ebenezer, when the sudden storms arrive in our lives, and they surely will, I'm so glad We've got a patient Savior to go through the storms with us. Perhaps, just perhaps, you're here today walking through a storm. Perhaps, just perhaps, you are fighting through a storm. Perhaps, just perhaps, you're running through a storm. Perhaps it was sudden. Perhaps it has been building for a long time. But you are in a place where you feel you need to know Jesus is with you. Jesus promised that he's with us. He promised never to leave us. I said he promised never to leave us. Never to leave us alone. And because I know that Jesus is with me, there's an older song that says, I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river down in my soul. Thank God Almighty. I've got peace because he's with us. The word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said, Amen. We're going to open the doors of the church today. Perhaps there's someone here that wants to know that peace. Perhaps they have been enduring 
or going through some sudden storms, now is the time. We want to extend an invitation to you to join with us here at Ebenezer. If you are here, we invite you to come at this time. The doors of the church are open. You can come by letter. You can come by Christian experience. You can come as a brand new convert. Whatever, however, we invite you to come at this time. Let us pray, church, as the musicians minister to us. Is there one today? Is there one today? Now is the time. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Now is the appointed time. bless you. Let us prepare now as we transition to communion this morning. If you have not already had an opportunity to receive your elements, if you just raise your hand. If you would just raise your hand. Mayberry sees you. He sees you. He sees you. Amen. Is there anyone else that has not received the element? Oh, all the way upstairs. I see someone's hand all the way upstairs in the media booth. Amen. Amen. Christ our Lord invites us to this, his table, all who love him, and seek to grow in his likeness. Let us draw near in faith as we make our humble confessions to Almighty God. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. Eternal God, our Father, we ask right now that this bread and this juice will become before us, before us, your body that was broken for us and your blood that was shed for us. God, if there's anything in us right now that would hinder us from receiving this, God, in the name of Jesus, we pray you would remove it as we would drink damnation to our souls. God, we thank you for your sacrifice. We thank you 
that you went up that hill. We thank you that you died on that cross. But more than anything, we thank you that you got up from the grave. And when you got up, you claimed that you had all power, all power in your hand. For that God, we say thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. The body of Christ that was broken for you. Take, eat all of it to your comfort. And in like manner, he took the cup, the cup of blessing, which represents his blood that was shared for each and every one of us. Drink ye all of it to your comfort.
from Glenda Gary and family of Grace Lee. Blessed are the givers and grateful are the receivers. Thanks so much. Love the family of Mother Grace Lee. Amen. And when the disciples had finished, they went out singing a hymn of rejoicing. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. Thank you. 
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 